Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Thursday. And there's a lot going on around the tri-state, the nation, and all over the world. Where do we start? Where do we start? Man. Uh, Pizza Hut <laughs> is uh, uh, undergoing a worldwide boycott. Don't eat at Pizza Hut is what they're chanting. And um, apparently, Pizza Hut gave some free pizza to the Israeli soldiers. And people who are on the side of the Palestinians, I guess they don't like that. And so now they're calling for a worldwide boycott of Pizza Hut. And they have some pretty good pizza, too. Calling for a worldwide boycott of Pizza Hut. And it's not the first time Pizza Hut Israel has been boycotted. They came under fire after an advertisement was shared online by a chain by the chain's Israeli branch. The ad appeared to mock Palestinian prisoners who were on a hunger strike. The ad used a, a photoshopped image of a prisoner eating Pizza Hut pizza inside his cell. Oh boy, I tell you, unbelievable, unbelievable. And Iowa bill. I told you those folks in Iowa were crazy. Now they're trying to. Uh, pushed through a bill to make students sing the national anthem every day. Okay, the Pledge of Allegiance is one thing, but the national anthem, singing it every day? We used to have to do that in elementary school. You did? I went to a neighborhood school in the East End called Linwood. We would have to do the Pledge of Allegiance, and we would have to do the school pledge, and then we would sing the national anthem. Oh, my God. I also like to point out that not that I felt any kind of like racism or anything, but just about the entire staff of that school was I think we only had like one black teacher. The administration was mostly white. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. That uh, that just takes up too much time there doing all that. Pledge of Allegiance. And then let's go on about our business. Some people don't even want to do that. Coco Golf. uh, Man. uh, Sabalinka. 
Sabalenka beat her in the um, Australian Open semifinal. She fought back, but uh, wasn't enough. And uh, those two will meet again. That Sabalenka is tough, too. She's, she's Bill. She, she's tough. I'm sure they'll meet again. Jim Harbaugh says, uh, I'm tired of college football. I'm out. Says he's out. He goes to the L.A. Chargers. How about that? Going to be their new head coach. Jim Harbaugh, back in the NFL. States can't figure out how to execute inmates, so they're trying something new. And (laughs) it's some type of nitrogen-type deal. Of course, they're trying it out in Alabama. And see, I don't know if this guy is black or not, but I would almost, if I had to, Put some money down on a table. I would probably say the guy is black, but I don't know. I haven't even. Let's see. Kenneth Eugene Smith. Does that sound like a black guy? (laughs) I don't know. But Alabama tried to figure out a way to execute the guy a new way. I would say he's a black man in Alabama. And there have been so many botched executions now. And all kind of stuff. You know, me, I'm saying, okay, if you know the guy is guilty, if he admits he's guilty, you see if there's witnesses to what he did. There's no doubt that this person deserves, okay, he's a white guy. Nathan Ivey says he's a white guy. See, I had I had not seen a picture of him, just his name. Kenneth Eugene Smith could be a black guy, and I guess it could be a white guy too. Notice they always give you, when you're a bad guy, they give you the three names. Yeah. James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. You know, the three names when you're bad. But anyway, so they're going to use this kind of nitrogen system they've got to see if they can. Just put him in, in front of a firing squad, blindfold him, have more than one person with uh, real rounds and just end it quickly. The pain won't hurt but a second and it'll be over. Is the point to kill him or is the point to be painful? The point is to kill him but not torturing. Okay, people die <laughs> in their own homes of carbon monoxide poisoning yeah. every day. Why haven't they developed a way to make that? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. They, they say that's inhumane maybe. I don't know. How is that inhumane? May, I, don't, I have no idea. People die and they sleep from carbon this is monoxide true. poisoning. This is true. Uh, I don't know. And I'm only, I'm not, that's not me in no way saying that I even support, you know, I, I don't, capital punishment. I don't, I don't support the death penalty I because so many people have been found, you know, stayed 30 years in jail and been found innocent of the charges and then they let them out. And how many people have been killed, executed, who were really innocent? I remember Khalif Browder. So, you know, uh, Inquire did a, boy, one heck of a story on one of my good friends, Lakita Cole. Remember city council member Lakita Cole? When you go to the polls, vote for Cole. That was her uh, slogan. And 
she had a big following. And man, she was Paul Booth's assistant. Then he left. She took his place. Then she was reelected, got elected to council, and she was doing some stuff down at council. Nikita Cole was doing some stuff and um, met a guy. Ends up he was abusive and turned her whole life upside down. One guy, one guy can mess up your whole life. And she says she grew up in the mud and she's back in the mud. She was sent back to the mud, but she's working her way out of the mud again. And her story, uh, they've got a story on her in the Inquirer this morning online. And it is a quite a story. Read that story. She'll be on the show Monday morning at 11, Lakita Cole. And we'll talk to her about her abusive relationship and how she had everything going for her and all to be taken away. And she's starting over again. I think Lakita Cole could be elected to city council. If she ran for city council, I think she could be elected. She did some she did some work down on city uh, down at city hall. She really did. And she can ride that bike too. Man, she's got a nice bike. I saw her down at Longworth Hall during the Bengal game. And man, she's got a heck of a bike. Yeah. She's one of these motorcycle riders. That's where she met the guy. In one of these motorcycle events, motorcycle clubs, and man, he just uh, took her down. Jeez. We'll let her talk about it. She'll be in Monday at 11. Make sure you make a note, and uh, you'll hear her story. But I say, I'm telling you, if she ran for council, I think she could get back on there. She had a hell of a following. The only problem is with this Democratic slate, with nine Democrats on there, they'll probably put all nine back on the slate, which would almost block anybody else from getting in. That's why that slate just kind of, I don't know if I like that slate or not. I don't know if I like that or not. And what would a standing member on council, what would they have to do or not do to be taken off the slate. The way it's, and people, they go in there and they just have that slate and they just vote right down the slate. And that pretty much knocks anybody else out from getting in. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Lakita Cole will be in Monday at 11 to tell us her story. She's got a kid too now, yeah. Got a young son, and he's pretty much what helped her get out of that situation. But I'll let her tell you about it. You can read about it in the Inquirer. And uh, Sharon Coolidge did a great story. I know people hate Sharon Coolidge and they dog her out, but I thought she did an excellent story on Lakita Cole. So props to Sharon Coolidge on that story. Uh, let's see, a few other things. I've got a call into the mayor of Harrison. <laughs> uh, 
somebody wrote an opinion article in the Inquirer, Confederate flags in Ohio, why would they be there? <laughs> yes, and that's the same thing everybody else is wondering. So I put a call into the mayor of Harrison since his name is right up under the sign. His name is on the sign right up under the flag, Confederate flag in Harrison. So I put a call into him. We'll see if he calls me back or not. And uh, we'll see if we can get him on to find out what the hell is going on in Harrison. What the hell is going on in Harrison with this Confederate flag up? And why can't you at least get your sign with your name on? It looks like it's a city thing. Why can't they get that guy to take that sign down with the mayor's name? Welcome to Harrison. Mayor, uh, uh, what's his name? Mayor Grubbs. Uh, yeah, the whole bit. So um, somebody said the mayor of Harrison will not be returning your call, Lincoln. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. Yeah. And do I, I would just, do I seem like I'm a bully? Do I seem like the guy, a guy that's a bully? Like you bully me Monday through Friday. I just don't think I'm not. I'm not a bully. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm nowhere near. I'm nowhere near what you would call a bully. I don't. I mean, talking about someone and. Telling you something is not being a bully. Telling you something about what they did, I don't think that's being a bully. I don't think that's harassing anybody. (laughs) Somebody accused me of um, harassing them on the air. And I'm not even going to tell you who it, who, who it was because I don't want to start a whole show on that again. I'm wanting things to move, just move forward and get past it. But somebody accused me, accused somebody of giving me the green light to harass them. Nobody has given me the green light to harass anybody. And I haven't ara- harassed anybody. You can't say that, Lincoln, because you told us last like, a couple of weeks ago that you harassed that KKK member to get up out of Cincinnati. Oh, well, that's, di- <laughs> I mean, the KKK, okay, that's different. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm talking about a black female accused me, accused somebody of giving me the green light to harass them over the air, which is so far from the truth. Nobody gives me the green light to harass anybody. If I want to harass you, I will, but I don't, and I haven't. So we'll leave it at that. The person will remain nameless because if I mention their name, it'll start a whole another three-hour conversation. So then why bring it up? (laughs) I just had to bring it up. Why? I just had to. To let them know, to let them know I'm not harassing them. 
All right. Let's see. Where are we here? Bengals got a new um, offensive coordinator. The quarterback's coach is now the um, OC. And I didn't realize that, though, most of the, at least half of the coaches call their own plays in the NFL, at least half of them. So it's not a big deal for an offensive coordinator to not call the plays. Yeah. Half of them do, half of them don't. So there you have it. Uh, let's see what else here, man. I saw the news stories on this um, kid shot when he got off the bus over in Kentucky, and they got a 17-year-old kid um, who's been arrested and charged with murder in connection with the shooting that killed the 14-year. And they were after the 14-year-old's older brother. He wasn't there, so they took it out on the younger brother. And the mother, what's so sad, the mother ended up on the scene of the shooting before, you know, the coroner and the police got there to cover him up and everything. And she had to kneel down beside the son. That had to be so tough to see that. Oh, man. And these kids with these guns, what's this little 17-year-old punk doing with a gun, shooting somebody. It just makes me mad when I, he he was, he, he shot and killed somebody, but we can't know his name. We, we can't say his name. And there were witnesses at the bus stop and everything. The girlfriend was there. The 14-year-old's girlfriend was with him. As they got off the bus, man, and the mother had to walk up on the scene to see her son shot laying in the street. Something's got to give with these young punks running around with these guns. Oh, boy, I need to take a break. I'm late for break. Let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon, and I will reserve comment on that. And uh, let's see. Let's go to my good friend, Lisa Baker, down at Crime Stoppers. Lisa Baker, how you doing today? Good morning, Lincoln Ware. Good morning, listeners. Today we're looking for two people. The first one, Christopher Waters. Christopher Waters is wanted for felony escape and for fleeing police custody from the University of Cincinnati Hospital. Christopher Waters is a white male, 40 years old, 6 foot tall, 195 pounds, has a history that includes theft, criminal trespassing, and drug-related charges. Christopher Waters was last known to live on Sutton Lane in Mount Washington. 
Christopher Waters. We're also looking for Daniil Seiler. He's wanted for drug trafficking. Daniil Seiler is a black male. He's 33 years old, 5'6", and 130 pounds. Daniil Seiler has a history of assault and burglary and was last known to live on President Drive in the villages of Roe Hill. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Christopher Waters or Daniil Seiler, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 352-3040, night or day, cash money for your clues. And uh, have you got any weekend plans already? I know it's Thursday, but the weekend will be here tomorrow. It will be here tomorrow. I'm I don't have anything yet, Lincoln. What? There's nothing going on at the Baker not, House? Nothing not I care to disclose. <laughs> okay. I don't want people to be too judgy. <laughs> All right. All right. All right we'll Lincoln. talk to you. They will Thanks. be that, let I me know. tell you. All right. Bye. That's uh, Lisa Baker, Crime Stalker, Stalkers, Crime Stoppers, 352-3040, night or day. And there's always cash money. I'm talking about real cash money for your clues. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. We were talking about the 17-year-old accused of murder in connection with the shooting that killed a 14-year-old boy and uh, injured his uh, girlfriend, who I would probably say is about 14 also. But it's just when kids are settling their beefs now with guns at the bus stop, at the school bus stop. So, and the mother, see, the mother said she went to the principal, told him that these kids were harassing her son. She even said she went to the school board and told her about these kids. Yeah. And nothing was done. But I'm how far can the school and the school board reach outside of the school? How the only thing I know if if those kids attended the same school that this older brother attended, if they even went to school, all they can do is call them in and say, hey, you need to stop doing this. We got reports you doing it. You need to stop it. Or, you know, I, I don't know what they can do if it happens outside of the school. How much power does the school board and the school have over if the bullying is happening in school? Of course, they can do something. And I'm not sure whether it was happening in school or not. Maybe it was is the reason why the mother went to the school and to the school board. And even when it's happening in school, it seems like the schools are afraid to do something to the bullies. I mean, that may not be true, but it looks like that. It looks like that. It looks like that. They listen to the parents who are complaining about it, and they don't do anything. Maybe they do, but I'm just saying it looks like that. How many people agree with me on that? And what steps can they take 
to fix these things. I don't know. I just don't know. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and I promise you we'll go to the phones at 513-749-1230, The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware on a Thursday morning. That supernatural thing, yes. A uh, Ben E. King, that was a great song back in the day. Oh yeah. All right, uh, let's move along. Seven four nine twelve thirty. We were talking about are the schools doing enough to stop bullying, and how much can they do? How much can they do? All right. Ray, how you doing? Ray. What's up, up Lincoln? What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. A couple things I want to bring up uh, on yesterday's uh, show. You had a guy named Brian called. Yeah. You know, he kept saying how old Joe Biden was, right? <laughs> yes. Fine. Big whoopie do. And uh, and uh, he gave you every excuse why he wanted to really vote for Trump, but he didn't want to come out and say, I'm voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. Brian is one of those guys where you need to get get sit down a one-on-one with him and ask him what's important to him and his family. And, he, and if he points all the reasons what's important to his family, he'll realize Joe Biden will give it to him and Donald Trump won't. He, he, you know, you can't, he can't plead his case on the radio because he's doing it for show. He needs a one-on-one with someone. And, you know, if a 90-year-old Joe Biden on his deathbed will give you everything Brian wants <laughs> that, and he needs than a 50-year-old Donald Trump who will tell you in his face, no, I'm not giving you yeah. this. Yeah. So, Brian, what else do you need, Brian? Hey, Lincoln. Yes. I love you. Oh, What boy. idiot said that yes, the other day? Are uh, you thinking of Tim Scott? Tim Scott, that buckwheat. Tim you know, Scott. In the, Lincoln, have you ever seen a white guy do that to a black politician? <laughs> no. Have you no. ever seen a white a white man do that to a white politician? No. <laughs> only Tim Scott, that buckwheat, only him would do something like that. Yes. Now, not too long ago, you know, he was against Trump when he was running for for, for president, right? Yes, yes, he was. And you saw, but you Ronald noticed Swami. he never did say a whole lot against Trump when he, when they were debating. He never did dog Trump out that much. Yeah, but he didn't have that much love for him when he was on the stage either. And so did Ramaswamy because yeah. he was right there. He was right know, there with him. He was right there with him. Yeah. Uh, Jory, Jory, like ugh. When you see how Tim Scott do that, I know, only that Tim was, Scott. That was guys crazy. Like, guys like Tim Scott, Too Sweet, Marcus, uh, uh, Ken Anderson. They're cut from a different, uh, the, the same cloth than everyone else. Yes. You know, they will they will die for this man, Donald Trump. Tim Scott sounded like a uh, slave on the plantation, and uh, uh, the, the master came out there with a whip, and Tim Scott, I love you, master. I love you. Yeah, speaking of that, Lincoln, 
when when he when he kind of when he kind of uh, 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 what what did he uh, what did he say? He said, uh, "I'm sick and tired." Did you hear when he said? Did you see when he said that? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, he quoted Fannie Lou Hamer. <laughs> but then he looked like, and I, and I told Rev that when I called him, I said, "Rev, this is this is how Tim Scott sounded," and I used one of your sayings, "Massa." We sick today, Massa? Massa? Are we sick? He looked, Tim Scott looked at just like that. But like, let me say and this. stop stealing my to... one-liners and putting them on Sharpton Shell. Stop stealing. Use your own stuff. <laughs> like, how do you become a hit man in this city? How do you become a hit man? I yeah. guess you got have to be hanging out with with certain people, okay. some bad people. So this guy they had in court, he was the hit man. Somebody had to hire him, yeah. and he contracted to hit out. Yeah. yeah. So he actually didn't do the killing. He contracted well, it out. Well, he was right? supposed to do the killing, but he contracted it out to somebody else. Yeah, you know? but who hired, who hired that guy in the first yeah. place? Yeah, I don't know. They, they didn't say who that was. But did you ever watch John Wick? Did you watch the I, John Wick series? I watched only one series yeah. where they all he was sleeping in his bed. And and they had his house surrounded, and he got out of there somehow. That's the only one I've seen. <laughs> he was a bad dude. That's all I got to say. He killed yeah, a whole yeah. lot of people. But see, he he was a reform hit man who put a hit yeah. out. They put a hit out on him. The yeah. reform hit right, man. Right, right. So everybody's hitting everyone. But this, these guys, you know, and, and a lot of killings was probably from that. No telling how many more killings he done he didn't contracted out. All these, right. These people deserve life in prison. Wouldn't you say so? Yes, Ray, and I got to go. Thanks for your call. Yes. Uh, I, I think I played Tim Scott yesterday or the other day. She actually appointed you, Tim. And think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You must really hate her. No, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh-oh. I just love you. No, that's good. I just love you, Massa. I just love you, Massa. Lady C, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. What's up? Um, did you see the uh Biden uh what speech? Which one? Uh the one he <laughs> the last one he gave where there were people standing behind him and all of their signs talked about Roe v. Wade. Okay. I'm having trouble with Biden. I mean, I'm, I probably had, like I said, hold my nose and vote for him. Yes. But why didn't some of the signs talk about uh, ceasefire? Why didn't they say fight the NRA, you know, with these guns? Why didn't any other signs say pass the George Floyd bill? Why didn't any other signs say control immigration? Why was it only about Roe v. Wade? Well, because they see that that's got some traction now, and a Republican state like Ohio uh, votes to uh, 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 to you know allow abortion, and so um, hey, they're, they're riding the wave. They're riding. They're, they're riding the abortion wave. Biden is not addressing anything that I care about. I, I'm just, I just hope and pray that. Someone raises up out the dust and challenge him. Yes. It, I, and it ain't even about age. Well, 
at this just point about he's not who, well who would you who do you think could beat Trump Michelle other than Biden. Obama. Okay, I'm there you hoping, go. Now I'm you you're falling plan. for this stuff that the Republicans are putting out there that Michelle Obama is going to run for president. I'm just hoping that she comes save us. That's what I'm hoping. I'm just hoping. Please, I, I just don't Michelle, think that's going to happen. Save us. I don't think that's what that's going to happen. She said no, but you know when you have these rallies and your signs are not. A mixture of things we need. We need better schools. We need, uh, you know, social media to rein in. You know, they're they're hurting our kids. Yes. We need free mental health care um, for everybody. Um, but none of the signs said that. I just took notice of that, and I thought that rubbed me. Like, here's <laughs> your chance to speak to all these issues. Guns. We're talking about guns. Yes. And it was only about Roe v. Wade. Give me a break, Biden. You're, you're just making it hard for me. So, all right, that's my little two cents. <laughs> hey, thanks for your call, Lady All C. right, <laughs> all right, all right. The Lady C falling for that Republican stuff. Michelle Obama. They they put it in her head. Now she's Michelle Obama can save us, and that's not going to happen. The Republicans want to get you thinking about something else. And they want you to turn against bio. You know, they put something out there that looks good, that you think will be the savior, and you forget about the guy that's really going to run. And that's what the Republicans want you to do. Don't fall for the Michelle Obama okey-doke. It's some kind of scheme they've got going. And Republicans are just saying this every time I turn on Fox. There's somebody on there that mentions Michelle Obama. So it's some kind of some kind of scheme they're up to when it comes to Michelle Obama. She is not going to run for president. She's not going to make an announcement in May is what they're saying. She's going to make the announcement in May. And that'll give her plenty of time. Don't fall for the okie doke. Let's take a break. 1230, The Buzz. <laughs> Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, where with you? And yeah, the, the strange story out there in Kansas City, where I guess the Kansas City—it uh, happened on uh, January seventh. Were they playing? I guess they played the Dolphins or somebody. I don't know. But anyway, these guys go over to their buddy's house for a watch party. Their buddy works in a lab, so I'm thinking. He comes up with some kind of drug and they take it and they go outside in the back and he's drunk inside, says he fell asleep. Two days later, they find the guys in the backyard, frozen to death. When police arrived at the homeowner's house, uh, he reportedly answered the door with a wine glass in his hand and claimed he had no idea his friends were dead in the backyard. His attorney said uh, uh, he had been sleeping near a loud fan and wearing noise-canceling headphones for two days as his friends' families uh, frantically looked for uh, the three. 
<laughs> he 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 uh he went along with police and uh from the moment they became involved uh they had said he is not under any suspicion the deaths are not suspicious and no foul play is suspected yeah that's not going to last long that homeowner knew something let me tell you I believe he made up some kind of drug and they took it and they OD'd on it. They got hot. They went outside to cool off, sat down in the chair and they passed out. That's what I'm guessing. And it's a strange story, but um, I can't wait for the results of the from the coroner comes out and we'll see what happens. But I got a feeling that homeowner is not going to get out of this one. And they stayed back there for a couple of days. Their cars were parked out front, not in his driveway. He said he didn't know. He said the cars weren't in the driveway. I didn't pay any attention to the cars on the street. That's what he says. So I got a feeling in the next day or two, there's going to be an arrest of that homeowner. And I can't believe the police are, you know, right off the bat, they're saying no foul play or nothing like that. Unbelievable. Marquetta, what's up? Marquetta. Marquetta going once. Marquetta going twice. There must be a God. I got to go. She's not there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She wasn't there. All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. The judge in the Trump prosecutor's divorce case cuts off Fannie Willis's lawyer during the hearing. And as he was talking, the judge said, let me interrupt you. And he had been arguing why his client should not be dis- uh, deposed in the prosecutor's divorce case. He said, like, this case has been going on for two years. She has nothing to do with this. And I think the judge says, I beg your pardon. <laughs> so we'll see what's going to happen there. We will see. All right, let's move along. Looks like Elia is up. Elia? Good morning, Lincoln. How you doing? Yeah, um, as I get better at my uh, cultural understanding of language and history, uh, my name would have had a, uh, where the I is, it would have had the vowel A sound, so Alea would be with us. It's more closely, but that's okay. Lincoln, uh, yes. I heard you speaking about you uh, want to be a minister of the cloth. Uh, <laughs> no, I never days. said that. I just said I was going to open up a church one day. I was going to oh, start a church. Up one and, hire, and hire a minister. Say what? Is that what you, 
you're speaking of opening up a church and hiring <laughs> a minister. I'm not really. I'm not serious about that, Eli. Oh, okay. Okay. Jeez. I was just wanting to make some connections. Yeah, there's no connections. Yeah. Uh, I hoop every now and then, but nothing more. I'm not going to start a church. If I did, I would never invite you to speak there, though. That's for sure, Eli. Everybody would and get up and leave. <laughs> That, that, that is so crazy. <laughs> Why because, is that crazy? Why is because, that crazy that I wouldn't invite you to my church to speak? The uh, the Creator said when a man comes and speaks about him to speak in his name and speak the truth. And so if it's not about me, you know, being, you know, style over substance, because that's all the church thinking. you got to keep in mind, you've heard of Dr. Omar Johnson, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. And uh, you, you've heard him say that all these different Caucasian countries, uh, these people are not democratic people. So what makes you think that over here in uh, this place that they call America, oh boy, that when they taught us Christianity. Okay, what would what you call, you said that they call America, what would you call this place, Elijah? I would call it what the natives call it who lived here before they got here. I, I don't, I'm making, I, I can't be sure about calling it America <laughs> other than saying I'm copying what somebody else said. That's what I grew up with. But as far as me certifying that this is America, I cannot do that. Oh, boy. And, can you do that? Uh, look, I, all I know is where I was born uh, and what's on my birth certificate, where I was born and all that kind of stuff. What's on your passport? What's on all that stuff? Uh, you in America, what they call America, and you just going to have to accept that, Elijah, no matter what so you, you think you and it's I called. Agree, you and I agree that uh, in your run just now that we both and what they called us is America. That's the same way I accept it, too. Lincoln, let me, let me ask you about this because uh, it seems to be pertinent. In terms of um, our names and all, it, it's in our family history that the Creator, who I call Yah, that's what that's what I was taught through His words. He said that in His conversion with Abraham, the patriarch of our family, that the blessing that He would put upon Abraham is that He would have a, a seed so large that can you count the stars to see how large it would be? So considering all that comes down by way oh. to the slave ships and us getting here, Lincoln, could we be a part of that large family that the Creator promised to Abraham? No. Thanks for your call. We've got news coming up, and we'll come back on the other side. Bernadette, Marquetta, and others holding on. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware on a Thursday, and let's see, let's oh, that's right, this lady was trying to get in touch with me with me before ten o'clock this morning. She called before the show started. Bernadette, what's 
on your mind. It must be something important. I don't know. I believe it is, and not only to me, but thank you for taking my call. Okay, what's... Oh, okay, I forgot, because I'm listening to you in the living room. Oh, yeah, you got to turn your radio down. It will confuse the the hell out of you. Um, But listen, I am one of those people who got hit, scammed, January 3rd. I had it, and I had an amount of two thousand three hundred and some odd dollars worth of EBT because of COVID. They were kept giving you excess, excess. Okay. Gee. Huh? Yeah. What? And you just one one person. You, yeah, I'm just one person. You don't. But, I mean, I mean, you don't have kids and stuff. Yes, I, oh yes, I do. Okay, that's what I was talking. Okay. Yes. I was wondering um, how you got how you racked up so many dollars there. They were given to me legitimately through Job and Family Services. Let's clear that one up. Okay. Okay. I would get my allotment, and then because of COVID, they were given an extra 90. So, yes, they did accumulate. I got a deep freezer full of food, doing what I needed to do. How many the, kids do you have? I have two. Two. One. Yes. Okay. All right. So, um, um, let me get it right. On the 2nd of January, I went to the store. On the 5th of January, I went to the store, and there was absolutely nothing on my food stamp card. Mm-hmm. All EBT was gone. Yeah, I had heard there was some kind of scam going on. Okay, now. Hold that thought. Yes. I got a letter today telling me oh, that um, they gave me an equivalent of $400 back, and they denied $2,090. Hmm. They took them back. Okay. So. Oh, oh they, they took the money back. It wasn't a scam. Um, Mr. Ware... I'm beginning to believe this was through job and family services. Okay, you said I'm not a conspiracy okay, theorist. Wait, I don't do that. Wait, okay. When, when, when uh, boy, see, I don't understand how this thing. Okay, you had two thousand dollars on there, and you went to buy some stuff, and then there was nothing on there. Right. And um, you got a letter saying they put four hundred back. So maybe they thought they gave you too much. Okay, now hold that thought. And why didn't they say that? They led me to believe that um, we were hit from a place in um, in Yonkers, New York, uh-huh. the A and M Deli shop, mm-hmm. and that's where my my stamps were being used in New York. Because when okay. I went, when I went to the um, police station to make a, a report, he said, "Oh, Yonkers, New York." I said, "Yeah, how did you know?" He said, "Because you're not the only one." Well, okay, okay. See, I, I, okay, I thought you could only use. I thought this was a state thing, and you could probably only use that EBT card in the state of Ohio. That's not no, true. You can use no. it anywhere. Yes, because I had been to New Jersey. Okay, and you know, picked up a couple of things when I was in, when we were in Jersey visiting family. So no, that's not it. Either. Okay, okay. You can spend them anywhere. Okay. In, in the United States. So basically, I, like I said, I got hit on the third. They took everything. So now I filled out all the paperwork that I had to do mm-hmm. to get get them back. I got a letter today telling me that they denied me the $2,090. The Job and Family Services denied me. So now, like I said, I'm not one of those con- conspiracy theorists, mm-hmm. but I'm beginning to believe this is Job and Family Services because when I asked the sister this morning on the phone, she said they will be absorbed back into the system. So who took them? For real. Um, I, I would say, I, I don't know, you seem like you had an awful lot of money on that card for two kids. This was for one month? No. 
You're, how, not, you're not listening, darling. Listen, these were COVID stamps COVID, okay. that were left over. I was still getting okay. the same allotted amount every okay. month. Well, maybe then the, they stopped the COVID. Maybe they overpaid you. They should have stopped you earlier, and then they took that money back. Maybe Mr. that's Ware, what happened. Mr. Ware, well, why would they go through the whole thing about the scam? Because yeah. even, I think it's okay. his name, Craig, Craig, not Channel 9, he talked about that people were being scammed. Yeah, I saw that. ABG. Okay, I saw cool. That. So who scammed us? Did, was I scammed out of Yonkers, New York, from the A&M Deli shop, or did I get hit from Java's Family yeah. Services? Because all they had to do was say, okay, Ms. Blackman, you have exceeded the allotted yeah, amount. Yeah. Well, and I would say you were probably scammed. Now you want that money put back. You think you. you think they should put the money back. Everything. Yeah. See, I don't know how that works. I can find out. I'll call the head of Jobs and Family Services and hear what he has to say. And then uh, I'll give you give me till maybe the end of the show. I'll try to reach him before the end of the show and we'll find out. I would appreciate Keep it. Keep listening. I'm not the only one. What they yes. said basically was, yeah. um, it says, um, if they would only give you two Two months worth of what you're allotted. Yes. So now I get two hundred dollars. We well, we we only get two hundred dollars a month, and yeah. I got two. Okay. Okay. That's why so, I was wondering when you say you had two thousand dollars on yeah. there. I'm like that COVID boy. Some people really got fat off that COVID uh, money, didn't they? Jeez. Well, I don't know. I mean, you can call it what you want, but I know we were using them. All right. But we were still getting them. Yeah. So if that's what job and family, if if there's an ex- excess amount on your card or your benefits, then that's what Job and yes. Family Services should have should've said. Put okay, back. Yeah. you have exceeded the, the amount a lot, but then how are you going to take everything and then only give us $400? So I'm, I'm Burning that, I'll find out. I'll find out for you. Keep and listening. I left you my number. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lincoln. Help us all. I'm not the only one. Thanks for your call. All right. All right. Okay, there's Bernadette. Got some EBT uh, issues going on. I see the general manager over there whenever i see him come in during the show i'm like it's never good <laughs> it's never good all right let's move along 749-1230-513 is the air code marquetta how you doing so is there a god uh <laughs> apparently not uh he's not looking down on me <laughs> and your general manager here <laughs> yes you having a time today. Yes, yes, yes. Bernadette. You don't think you were bullied? Bernadette. Uh, no, I don't. No, you don't, I don't think you bullied me over the years? Uh, hell to the no. No way. So you you allow people to call in under different monikers, mm-hmm. but you made it a point years ago to call me by my government name. And what is your... What is your government name? Marquetta? Marquetta. Okay. Well, what were you calling in before? Denise, because my name Marquetta Denise. <laughs> oh, and you know geez. what? I don't know why he named me that, because I feel oh. like people just automatically be ready to go to war with me behind my name. I think <laughs> you got to have an older black woman yeah. named like Esther or Denise. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You don't think so? Uh, what do you think about the border crisis going down there with I the think, Texas? Uh, I just don't like what I'm seeing down there from the Biden administration. I, that's one. That's wow. the only really complaint that I have against Joe Biden, taking the razor wire down so they can cross illegally. What? What's up with that? 
But you see, the Texas governor is defying the Supreme yeah. Court the yeah. same way that Joe Biden defied the Supreme Court with the student loans. Yeah. So if the Supreme Court can be defied, why are we arguing over Roe versus Wade? Well, uh, the states now said the hell with the Supreme Court. We'll put it to the people in our states. And if they want it, we'll give it to them. If they don't, they don't have to do it. So there you go. Uh, it's, uh, so it's the same thing with them taking down the um, the razor wire. If if the governor in Texas is saying you are impeding on the sovereignty of my state, and I'm going to do whatever I can to protect it by putting this razor wire up, that's a state issue. Then mm-hmm. why then is it now? I mean, I'm seeing civil war is trending on Twitter. Mm. Well, the, and and the, and what I'm saying to you is. You know, Trump and Biden, no American, I don't care what nobody say, American presidents are worldwide terrorists. They start wars across the world for no reason. They kill people for no reason. And let me say this to, um, in regards to religion. In the Bible, Genesis verse 9, 20 through 27, I want to say, where Ham get cursed and his seed gets cursed. The the Hamanites, the Canaanites, those people, that's black people. The Canaanite people are cursed. The Jephonites and all the rest of them, those are Caucasian people. Those are white people. So by by divine ordinance, you are cursed to be a servant of servants, to be a slave of slaves. And that's why they call the Palestinians the Philistines, because they are divinely ordained to be cursed. They're supposed to be oppressed. That's what the Bible says. So when America supports Israel, America is supporting uh, a religious ethno-state that is in favor of segregation. Do you know they lost the case? South Africa lost the, the case at the Hague in the International Court accusing Israel of genocide, that the U.N. stood with Israel? Mm. Well, I you know, as far as... Do you know the U.N. used to stand with Israel against South Africa to keep apartheid there, too? Okay, and what are we going to do about it? you know that Malcolm X had to go to the U.N. And, and demand that black Americans get some sort of justice in the world court, and the U.N. also stood against Malcolm X? Okay. Stood with a segregationist America. Okay, and what? So now, what? What does that equate to right now? So the point is for you to put. That's the part of that bullying I'm talking about. For y'all to try to make it seem like Trump, it's either Beelzebub or Satan. It's either the devil or Iblis. I mean, what are you talking about? These are the same group of people. Biden is no different than Trump. You might have a better policy that might, you know, it's like a carrot dangling in front of your face as a donkey. You know, you can get this student loan. We want something for our vote. Do you see Bowman, Representative Bowman, put the reparations package out there? He said black people should be getting like $300,000 a piece. And who are they going to get it from? And who, you're right, who are they going to get it from? The same people that give Israel $80 billion a day to kill them kids. The same people that's giving um, 
Chicago, it's $9,000 for six months. I'm, I'm convinced now if we ever get reparations, if we ever get any type of reparations, it's going to be from the states and not the federal government. I'm, I'm convinced of that. It needs to be paid out. The people who was the Japanese who were in internment, they got paid out in 1992. Most of their descendants had already been dead. The point is, you know, you just hung up with the sisters talking about, you know, she's not getting the food aid that she needs. Yes. Migrants literally are coming to this country, getting housing, it's food, a- job assistance that black people have been begging for for the last See, I don't know what kind years. of housing you say they're getting. I don't think it's any type of housing it's not, we it's would want to live in. in the news. Mr. Ware, we know you're not a journalist, but you can read a MSNBC I think you're you're trying to, just like, okay, Nathan Ivey says there's no border crisis. It's a Republican uh, plot. And and this housing stuff, what you you're talking about, could be. You don't see all them people be, coming across the border? I see them coming across, but so what, what I don't is know. He talking about? I don't know what he's talking I about. I wish he would call is. in and tell what me. What is he talking about? That's not a crisis? Uh, he says so it's Kamala not. Kamala Harris also said there's not a crisis. There just needs to be a pathway to citizenship and an easier way for them to ease into the economy. And the thing about that is the UAW is standing with Biden today, but I don't know how union workers think they're going to fare against migrants coming into the country who are willing to work cheaper. But how, but you can't keep track. If they're going to come in illegally, how is there an easy way, easy pathway when they're in here illegally? What are they? See, that's the problem. They got to come through these border crossings instead of coming in illegally, and that's not happening. Hold on a second, Marquetta, because KZ Smith says he wants to correct something that you said. What is it, KZ? How you doing? Well, uh, good morning, uh, Lincoln, and uh, to the caller. She said that the curse made people black, if I understand that correct. And I'm saying there's no reference to being black in the curse. So I'm trying to figure out where did she get, the, where did she get that from, that uh, people became black because of a curse. Mark Webb? That is from your Torah. That is from Judaism. It's not in, you're right, it's, the Bible does not specify that the black people turn black, because that's not what it says. But because of that bloodline, those curses were put on black people. The hematic curse, look it up. The hematic curse is you got a bigger lip, you got bigger butt, you got a bigger nose, you got elongated penis. This comes from the Talmud. When has that this been a curse? The Jews. When has that, that been a curse? <laughs> That is that is the curse. That is the biblical curse. You need to realize Adam was black. Adam was black, and so where do it say that Adam is black in the Bible? Because Adam came from an African country. Adam came, and you look up the Euphrates and all of that. That was an African country. Matter of fact, Newsweek came out even with a search for Adam and Eve, and they had a black man, black woman. It's, I mean, you can look at historical documents and show okay, that the so oldest people that minute, brother, in the world the Bible were is black. Not history. And, the Bible so now is to a, say that the Bible is a not black history. It's not actual scientific. Brother, that's, that's, let me that, talk to that's you. That's what white people teach. Okay, okay, and you're right, and you're right about that. I agree with that. The point is, the world is built on racism. Where did they get the racism from? They had to misconstrue the Bible. They had to misconstrue the, world, the Word of God in order to get people to accept it. 
And what I'm telling you is that, yes, there, there was a hematic curse in the Jews. That's why you got the children of Israel, the chosen of God, etc. today, who don't look African. That's why you got Hebrew Israelites trying to tell you that they're the original people, the chosen people of God who fulfilled the biblical prophecy given to Abraham about his seed. But what I'm telling you is because of racism, the, the, the Zionist, the white supremacy system used that curse and delegated okay. it and said the Quit. black African is the curse to be the slave of every man. And everybody who created a religion after that, including the Mormons, made sure and I to gotta, include we the gotta black cut, skin We got to cut this. Thanks, thanks Marquetta. You'll talk for another hour if I let you, Marquetta. I got to go. But I appreciate you. Have a good you. one, but you is a bully. Thank, thank you, Lincoln. Uh, okay, thank you both. Okay, all right, unbelievable. Uh, and it's not even Wednesday night; it's Thursday morning. Bible, Bible, Bible. Unbelievable. But I agree with KZ. I don't know when it's been a curse. You heard elongated penis and was and, like, and, "What?" And, and, but, and, That's a curse. And big butts. People. Why are, ain't I get cursed? People are paying for. I didn't say that. <laughs> people are paying for big booties. They're paying for big booties and big lips. They're paying for that stuff now. How do I get cursed? <laughs> I'm not cursed. Because it's not a curse. <laughs> it's not a curse. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Lincoln, we're with you. It is Thursday, 1230, The Buzz. Do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that 1230, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Coming up at 1 is Reverend Al Sharpton. And he'll be keeping it real, keeping it real. All right, 749-1230. We talked about the uh, nice article and um, very touching article written by Sharon Coolidge uh, on Lakita Cole. She was a Cincinnati. The headline reads, Lakita Cole was a Cincinnati councilwoman then an abusive relationship took over her life. And, man, they go. she goes deep into everything that happened. And we'll have Lakita Cole on the show on Monday. On Monday. And we'll talk to her. And um, she'll bring us up to date. I'm still saying... Uh, if I was Lakita, I would consider a run for city council. If I were her, I would consider a run for city council. A an, an Iowa bill would make students sing the national anthem every day before class. <laughs> and they were in a subcommittee when it came time for the uh, lawmakers closing comments at Wednesday's Iowa house subcommittee meeting, representative Sue Cahill stood and began singing the national anthem. 
Oh, say can you see? And her colleagues started to stand and sing with her. (laughs) Oh, boy. When she finished leading the group in the national anthem's first verse, she took her seat again. She said, I appreciate you singing along. And um, they're trying to push it through subcommittee. And if it goes through and it passes, then Iowa, I tell you, those people in Iowa is like they live in a different world. It'll probably pass. And every day, I guess they'll do the Pledge of Allegiance. They probably still do it there in Iowa. Everybody stands and does the Pledge of Allegiance. And then they'll sing the national anthem. Only in Iowa. Could something like this happen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Only in Iowa could it happen. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Of fe- uh, ma- a man lived under a stolen identity for nearly 20 years. And he got married and had a kid. A Cincinnati man accused of living under a stolen identity for 20 years during which he got married, fathered a child, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Yal Afari, 46, charged with aggravated identity theft, passport fraud, and making false statements to the federal government. He was born in Ghana, came to the United States on a visitor's visa in 99. After he was charged with assault in Virginia in 2001, he stole the identity of a neighbor and used the victim's name, birthday, and social security number when he was arrested for multiple crimes in Georgia. While in Georgia, he also fathered a child, according to court documents. Now, while in prison for these crimes, he applied for replacement social security cards twice under the victim's identity, the documents state. And... The victim, uh, they tried to to make the victim pay for this guy's, pay this guy's child support. Yeah, the victim reported years of problems due to stolen identity. The victim said he had been arrested for crimes Afari had committed, lost his job driving for Uber, and um, due to Afari's criminal record, and was nearly forced to pay child support for Afari's child until he had a DNA test to prove he wasn't the child's father. Can you believe that? Can you? He put this guy through. That identity theft is nothing to play with. Had to take a DNA test to keep from paying child support because his identity had been stolen. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 513-749-1230, The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware. So on a Thursday...
And, <laughs> you know, oh, boy. All right. You want to jump on board? Feel free to do so. 513-749-1230. It's Thursday. That means that we have to check in with my good friends over at the Dukester to find out what's cooking. What's cooking at the Dukester? Hey, good morning, Lincoln, and what's up, Buzz? Listeners, hope everybody's doing well this morning. It is Thursday, January the 25th, and it's also Freeside Thursday at the Dukester today. And that means you're going to get a free side disc for the purchase of any meal as long as you say Lincoln Ware sent you. Now, folks, I'm not chugging and jiving when I tell you that when you come into the Dukester any day of the week and get a sample of any product that you want to make sure that you agree that we do have some of the best soul food in the city. Now, Lincoln, you know Cincinnati is known for having some of the best chili in the world. Thanks to the Dukester's Texas chili, we still have that distinction. Folks, this will be a great day to stop in and see what everybody's talking about. All those big morsels of ground beef, peppers and onions, thin spaghetti cheese, and just the right amount of herbs and spices. It's going to warm you up and make you feel good. You can also come by the Dukes today for our baked chicken with cornbread dressing and gravy and steamed mixed vegetables. Now, fellas, if you're looking for a great grilled steak, you can get it today at the Dukes with pinto beans and cornbread. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our deep-fried catfish with black-eyed peas and fried corn. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right. That's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Redding Road. And uh, if you mention my—I forgot the—yeah, if you mention my name— you, you, he's got something for you over there, some kind of discount. So just get over there and mention my name, yes, and you'll be good to go. All right, uh, let's go. We've got uh, Dr. Lisa Crosby on the line. Dr. Crosby, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great. Great to have you on here. And, uh, Thank you. Uh, a pediatric nurse, practitioner in primary care. And uh, you've seen patients in, in the uh, school-based health programs that's going on now. And you're a graduate of yes. Wright State. And I know you're happy, the University of Michigan. <laughs> yes, very much so. Yeah. One of those rare moments, right? <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Now they're in a state of uh, disarray up there. The coach is gone and players are leaving. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. Now, yes, uh, it is. Uh, we want to talk about asthma this morning. Morning. And t- what, yes. is, what exactly is the medical definition of asthma? So asthma is a disease of the lungs. Um, specifically, it's looking at some of the, uh, one of the windpipes we call the, the bronchi. And basically those, that airway then, that bronchi becomes um, inflamed and swollen and it then spasms, so it contracts. And it's a chronic condition, asthma is, so someone basically that is diagnosed with that then has problems with their lungs, therefore they have problems breathing, they often have wheezing and coughing and shortness of breath. So it's sadly pretty common um, and unfortunately more common in our African-American community. And why is Um, that? Why is that? Why do you think that is? um, So genetics is a part of it, but we also know that a big part of that is our social environment Mm -hmm. that we live in. So um, the factors and environments where a lot of um, black children in particular live are a big reason for that. So Mm. we live in areas where there's more pollution, um, we have lower poverty, Mm. our housing may not be as clean, there may be dust, there may be mold, Um, there's, you know, bus fumes, all of those pieces 
um, play into the fact and then trigger people to start to have asthma and symptoms for their asthma. Now, I don't know if this is a myth or an urban myth, but some I heard some people say that if you have a lot of roaches, that can cause asthma. Have you ever heard that? Um, Yes, so that's a, that's what we call one of the triggers for asthma as well, yes. Uh, and it's ironically not the roaches themselves, it's their um, feces that actually cause um, and cause people to be allergic. So asthma most commonly is triggered by allergies, so there's an allergic mm-hmm. response in general that causes the breathing problems. And yes, that um, rodent poop as well as cockroach poop mm. can often trigger that, Gee. unfortunately. Now, yeah. uh, so. if a child has asthma, does that eliminate him from playing any sports and things like that? Can they still participate in sports with asthma? Great question, and so glad you asked that. No, that does not prevent them from doing that, and especially with me working in the schools, I do hear many children saying that. They're like, oh, I can't take gym class, or I can't be on the football team, or I can't be a cheerleader because I have asthma, and the answer is, yes, you can. Um, the goal is that you see your primary care provider, and if your asthma is severe enough, maybe an asthma specialist, but that they can help you what we call control your asthma. So we learn what you need to do to make your asthma better, and mm-hmm. then you should be able to do anything anybody else does. And if you think about it, we know that there's football players, professional football players that have asthma and play. Um, there's, you know, track stars who have asthma and run. So we want everybody, especially a child with asthma, to get the care they need, to mm-hmm. keep up with the maintenance they need to do so that they can live a completely normal life. And they should definitely uh, see a doctor, uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe once a month, or how often should they see a doctor if they suffer with asthma? So it kind of varies and depends on what we're calling the control. So, again, we talked about there's many things that can make you, quote, unquote, have asthma problems, or as many people say, have an asthma attack. If you're doing fine with your asthma and you're not having an asthma attack and it's controlled, you may only be seen every three to six months. Um, if your asthma is not well controlled, you're having asthma attacks, having a hard time breathing, um, then, yes, it may be monthly that you need mm-hmm. to be seen by your provider so that they can adjust the medication, yeah. try to understand what's going on. Again, back to where we started, are there things in your environment, in your home, that are making your asthma worse, and then connecting you to resources, so whether it's, um, you know, the housing department or other resources where we can get rid of those things that cause your asthma to be worse. Wow, I tell you, uh, people, parents, and how do you, what, what are some of the early symptoms of asthma that a parent can maybe pick up and get their kid to the doctor early? So some of the early symptoms often are not um, actually symptoms that people recognize as being related to asthma, but the ones that we typically see where people bring them in is they are coughing a lot. They can't stop coughing, or they're saying they're having a hard time breathing. Wheezing is one of the most common ones, but not everyone that has asthma wheezes, and not all wheezing is asthma, but that should always be checked out by their health care provider. Um, sometimes the symptoms are much more subtle, Sometimes kids will just get a headache, which Mm. seems really strange, but it's starting to show us that they're not breathing well and they're not getting enough oxygen um, to their brain and it's causing them to have some other symptoms. Um, But, again, definitely any difficulty breathing, shortness of breath, wheezing, cough, those for anybody that has asthma should be seen immediately and evaluated by their health care provider. All right, Dr. Lisa Crosby, the Clinical Director for Primary Care at Cincinnati Children's Hospital, Uh, We appreciate you talking with us this morning. 
It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. We'll Everyone talk to- stay healthy. All right. We'll talk to you. All, All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. And uh, com- coming up at one, of course, is Reverend Al Shopton. And he'll be keeping it real, keeping it real. Let me tell you, he'll keep it real. All right. A uh, couple other things we talked about earlier this morning. State of Alabama tried to execute a guy by the name of Kenneth Eugene Smith, but they failed. And now they came up with something new, some type of hydrogen type of uh, uh, remedy here that they're going to use. Uh, nitrogen, some type of nitrogen uh, and uh, um uh, hypoxia is what they'll use, nitrogen, hypoxia, and see if that'll do do the trick. You know? Go back to the old firing squad and call it a day. If you know the guy is guilty for sure, without a doubt, but if there's any doubt, don't even try it. Don't even try it. All right. Let's uh, go down to Savannah. I mean, Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. What am I talking about, Savannah? Charleston, South Carolina, and talk to Jay Wright. Jay Wright, how you doing? Thank you. We have a man, 100 grand. Uh, Lincoln, thank you so much, man, for being in the studio. I really want to appreciate it. I I really want to tell you I appreciate it. Lincoln, you know, we have the firing squad down here in South Carolina, man. And, but you know what we don't have? We don't have something that there's only two states in America that don't have it, and that's a hate crime bill. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and Nikki Haley could have, I, I, I told some folks, you know, when I moved back home in 2013 and when the issue happened in 2016 with, with the church, I told them, I said, I'd much rather have Nikki had just created a hate crime bill and take the flag down. Um, the flag is symbolic, and, you know, o- o- only fools respond yes. to that. So, you know, to me, I thought she would have been more effective. Well, um, I, the, what you what do you mean? More effective well, than what? what? I, 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 think, I think the hate crime bill would have been more effective, you know, for long term than, than taking the flag down. Because, I mean, all the flag down did was, but it's all symbolic, right? Well, but and, uh, you can't get enough senators to go along with it. I, I don't know. But... We've got some flags going up here in in Hamilton County right now in Harrison. Absolutely, I know. And you and I talked about do. that. So you know, we can we can monitor and pay attention to that stuff. But you know, a hate crime bill would have been far more effective. And if uh, Nikki Haley had done that while she was governor, um, the, the folks here in South Carolina, especially black folks, would probably um, turn out in the primary. I mean, in in this uh, in the primary to vote for her because. You know, we're we're a state like New Hampshire where you can vote for the Republican and then in the general elections go go back to voting for the Democrat if you so desire. So um so that's a 
that's an advantage I think Nikki Haley will have when she come here um, to South Carolina. Now, Lincoln, listen, man, after listening to my credit and, and the Reverend earlier, do you think that you and I, can we open up a church? Uh, probably. And maybe, and maybe <laughs> can, we, can we also write our own Bible? Uh, you can do whatever you want to do. Okay. All right, then. Well, I, I was just thinking. Let, now, let, whether let anybody will read it and follow what's in it, that's a whole different story. Well, I think you and I should open the church, and I, and then I think we should write a Bible, and um, you know, I mean, just just move forward. Everybody got a story to tell, right? Yeah. Lincoln, the, the moral of the story: when you go to white people's house, don't drink nothing that they pour. I'm telling because, you, because because <laughs> it can have deadly consequences. And, and the Poor thing you. about it, this guy has to know something. There's no way yeah. somebody's gonna be dead on your back porch for three days, two days. And you not know about it, and you got to know what kind of car they drive. And you look, do you ever look out your front door? And why were you at home for two days and not going to work? See, this whole, uh, this whole thing has got a whole lot of holes in it. And not only does it have holes in them, but guess what? Guess what he's going to say in the end that he's meant to, that, that he has mental issues. <laughs> no. So, so, so the mental, so the men, real mental issues oh, oh, uh, won't, won't, won't get the attention that's necessary. Lincoln, man, you know, in, in regards to the little issue y'all got going on there, and. uh you know, I love Alicia, but Malcolm X did say that every uh, your color could be undercover. Um, and Lincoln, do you think at this point, number one, first let me say this to you, man. As far as South Carolina, uh-huh. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything about Nikki Haley until I after do I you, interview her. Do you think she can? Do you think she can win her own home state over Trump? Is that possible? Lincoln, I think that in the state of South Carolina, we had the option here. Uh, if you're a Democrat, you can vote in the primary for her. Yeah. So I think of I think of if we see what we did in New Hampshire, there's there's a great possibility that Nikki Haley numbers can be very favorable here here in the state of South Carolina. You know, um, uh, I was at an event last night with Clyburn, and Greg Clyburn is talking that exact same thing. He's saying Democrats might primary might be the time that you go out and vote for Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. Right, and so mm-hmm. you know him. He he, he has has a little bit of weight around here. And, um, yeah. So, but but Lincoln, let me tell you. Go ahead. I, I, I as far as Tim Scott, I don't. I I like black people. In fact, <laughs> I love black people. But I I I hate the N word people. You know, I I love black people, but I hate N words. Yeah. And 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 I think and Tim Scott is clearly an N word. His mom, his mom, that's right here from Charleston, South Carolina. That got all those black friends that go to church with her. Mm-hmm. They, they're 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 looking at her funny. They're like really, really. I, I mean, Lincoln. There, she she has now had had, had she got the security because because the folks called to threaten her. And are you kidding you know, me? I, oh yeah, some Jeez. black folks. Black folks said, what, and, what, "What did you raise?" And she's probably saying, "What what kind of son did I raise that's Absolutely. up there with Donald Trump telling him he loves him?" And all this stuff, and turns his back on Nikki Haley, and she got him to where he is now. Absolutely, and 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 here's what's what's funny. I bet I bet Ra, uh, Giuliani won't tell Trump he loves him. <laughs> I bet that won't happen. And and Lincoln, do you think at this point, you know, I, I know we don't want to hear this. I know a lot of listeners probably don't want to hear this, but do you think at this point, America really kind of deserves Donald Trump? Um, no, because I live in America. I don't think we deserve him. No. You don't think we deserve him? No. If, if, they, if America deserves him, then you're going to suffer the consequences right along with everybody else. Well, I mean, I know that, but I, I am retired. I'm going to get my check every month. And, um, 
and and I got a lot of weapons. So I mean, I don't know. I think at this point, man, I I I think we might be as good. We're, we're a bad country. We're just a bad country, and um, so I think we might deserve Donald Trump, um, whether we want to have him or not. I just I I think it needs to happen. I mean, at this point. Well, I feel but, sorry for Tim Scott's mother. I'm sure. She didn't plan for her son to turn out like he did, and she shouldn't have to suffer for his craziness, you know? And, and Lincoln, let me let your audience know, that woman he proposed to the other day on Daniel Island right here at Charleston? Yes. That, that's a problem. Really? Oh, you better know that's a problem. Lincoln, you know he's a Marcus-type guy. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. All right, thanks for your call, Jim. Right? <laughs> okay, Jeez. <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable uh yeah I, i'm thinking he had to have some kind of wife he's planning on trump appointing him as his vice presidential running mate and he probably needed to be married to you know be the american guy but see i don't know how america how those uh maga people are going to take to him being married to a white woman. That may be an issue for the MAGA people. They love Clarence Thomas, don't they? <laughs> uh, well, they sort of, he was already there before they were, you know what I mean, before the MAGA people came to prominence there. Clarence Thomas was already there with his white woman. But think if, if Donald Trump told him to divorce his wife, he'd do it? Does he love him so much? Uh, who knows? Who knows? If Massa say do it, he, he'll do it. He will do it. Trump, you must hate her. No, I love you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you must hate her, don't you? No, I love you. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. How could this stuff happen in 2024? Jack! Hey, Lincoln, long time. Hope you're doing well and having I'm, a good year, man. I'm doing great, Jack. What's on your mind? Well, listen, I, I just heard your caller there, uh, the guy from uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he said, you know, he just felt like America was just a... I don't know the word that he used, but a horrible, terrible place to live. And I'm thinking, you know, you, you got to look on the bright side of life. He didn't say all that. Uh, he just said yeah, America deserves Donald I'm headed Trump. I'm going to a steakhouse right now. Give me a ribeye, big baked potato, extra sour cream, salad, you know, cold beer. Uh, and, and not on that, you can go any place in America and do that. We've got Walmart. We've got. Well, hold on. There's some places still do not like to serve black folks. And we just had a news story the other day. We had a story the other day where uh, a guy went to IHOP or somewhere and they didn't wait on him because he was black. So come on, Jack. You you know, you know, that's, uh, (laughs) that's so, so minimal. But listen, I Uh, I, I got another question. Wait, say that to the guy who they didn't serve. It's minimal because you don't agree. Right. Jack, say that to the guy they wouldn't serve. Come on, Jack. That's probably one in a five, you know, there's probably 15, 20 million meals served in a day, and you get one. And we probably don't hear about half of the ones that. uh, Maybe the guy was just an ass when he went in there. It was rude. Oh, jeez. 
so I, hard for y'all to understand that racism. It, right, right. Racism okay, does exist. Yeah, can, now, yeah. who was that said racism is not in America? Who was that? Uh, was it Nikki Haley? Said there's ra- America's not racist. There's never been. Now, do you believe that, Jack? No, no, I don't believe that statement. Okay, okay, okay. Just check. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that statement. But, but listen, you know, you guys are you're trying to live. 200 years ago. Hey, won't you move up here to the modern... 200 years ago is going on now. The stuff that happened then is still going on, Jack. Uh, It's still going on. Lincoln, Lincoln, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. But listen, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Can you be black and be conservative? Uh, Yeah, you can. Black people are conservative. Yeah. (laughs) Martin Luther King was conservative. Well, every time you guys come on, you you guys drag Tim Scott through the mud because he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Uh, And then goes up and tells him he loves him and and disrespects the woman that put him where he was, put him where he is right now, pointing him to to the Senate and all this stuff. And then he turns his back on her for Donald Trump. Hey, that's you know, that they they all chose to be in politics and. You know, politics. There's no permanent friends or permanent politics, enemies. I politics know. is backstabbing. That's all there is to it. Hey, I got, I got, I read this article quickly, today. Have quickly. you heard of the Atlantic Atlantic Journal? I've heard and of it. Yes. There, there's a guy by the name of Rich Lowry, and he's like on uh, Meet the Press and um, Stephanopoulos' show every Sunday morning. He wrote an article about how MSNBC, CNN. Um, I think it was the Huffington Post, uh, Mother Jones, all of these news outlets, they're doing everything they can to survive. And he was saying, the Atlantic Journal, we're thriving because we're putting tons of articles out about Donald Trump. And he (laughs) says, Donald Trump is the ticket for these organization, news organizations to come back. And he says, you're going to start seeing them run positive stories about Donald Trump. Oh, because wow. They never stopped running. Uh, Fox and all, they, they never stopped running positive stories about well, him. Well, well, we're not talking about Fox. We're talking about MSNBC. Yeah. We're talking about CNN, I, I don't, Mother Jones. No, I don't think we're they'll ever. To, MSNBC and CNN will never start running positive stories about Trump. Trust me. It's not going to happen. I got to <laughs> run, Jack. We'll wait and see if that happens, Jack. I got to go. News coming up, 1230. The Buzz.